The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by SGPN Fantasy. Dominate your draft with the free SGPN Draft Kit. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft kit. And the free roll football contest is back and better than ever. There's $5,000 up for grabs in our NFL contest and $1,500 in our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our Discord. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network my name is talent jenkins joined with our host we got joel meyer and ryan gilbert gentlemen how the hell are we doing tonight boys how is it september 21st already the third week of september we have training camps open we got preseason games starting this weekend only a few weeks away from this season starting so it, you can smell it in the air hockey's coming and i'm excited uh yeah and uh this is the best time of year when fall's kicking off we got the football season we got hockey around the corner best time of year uh absolutely killing it in college football especially nfl's been fun uh, and there's no fucking uh european soccer this week so i'll be saving money there um fitting that shit and uh yeah yeah there's been a, a fun time here the weather's been nice and uh, yeah i'm looking forward to a bit more chill here and uh, getting rid of these fucking wasps that keep buzzing around me bro don't even get me started you know how fucking hot it is downtown right now today it was like fucking like 27 degrees we're in september what the fuck is going on this is bullshit <laughs> um i'm with you though Joey. i've been killing it on college football it's been an absolute blast uh that's been sweet formula one of course we've been ripping it we always are basically just bet for stop and you're gonna oh, win yeah. money um uh, <laughs> he's fucking sick uh for myself ryan you touched on it it's uh, season camp started today the nhl camps started today at the time of recording this and boys i'm not ready I'm not ready to be hurt again, man. I feel like it was just yesterday. I was getting on the subway downtown Toronto, crying my fucking ass off. My girl's sitting there trying to hold me, but trying to be like, oh my God, my boyfriend's bawling his eyes out because of a hockey team right now. So I feel bad for her. I feel bad for people that have to be around me. I'm optimistically excited, but I am not ready for another Leaf season. So we fucking better win some money or at least something picks me up. I, I forgot about that ending to the leaf season for you and that, and that, 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 that subway ride for you. Yeah, that, that, that was rough. It was tough, you know, but did you forget. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's been, been the best uh, moments of the year. <laughs> no, the you best asshole. moment of the year was you being like, you know what, Talon? I never liked Leafs fans before this. Ever since I met you. Julie yeah, just no, shit hammered on his bum. You know why I forgot that, but uh, fucking Sharky <laughs> recorded it, so I can't ever uh, yeah, you, forget you it. It's Dude, on repeat. The only uh, the only piece that I get from this memory is remember looking at the train and there's like three other dudes that were just crying into their girlfriend's shoulder. <laughs> so I wasn't by myself. Uh, misery loves company, man. 
Um, all right, let's get this fucking going. Everybody, go check out the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, man. Julie touched on it. College football is fucking popping off. The NFL is fucking sick. We're two weeks in. MLB is getting close to the nitty gritty. I'm sure Ryan can tell us more about that. And you can find that on the uh, Baseball Gambling Podcast or Baseball Fantasy Gambling Podcast. So go check his work out there. Um, fuck yeah, man. Go check out the articles. All the other six shows that we have on the website, dude. It's the best time of year. Joel touched on it there. We're going to get football, baseball, hockey, all fucking crossing over for about a good month or two. So that'll be sweet. And of course, you can find out winners at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, as well, man, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's starting to pop off a little bit. It'll never be the Slack, of course not, but we're starting to get uh, we're starting to get the traffic that we like to see. Some uh, new faces as well, so that's always fucking cool. But uh, yeah, man, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, get your ass in there. Reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We can help walk you through how to sign up for it as well. But the Discord is going to be fucking sick. Yeah, Discord's been going off. We've had Sharky in there posting some uh, Season 2 trailers and stuff. So definitely oh, check yeah. that out. And also the show Talon's talking about is the SGPN Fantasy Baseball Podcast. That yeah. That started with Blake Meyer. Uh, you can, we now have a, an, our, an official show feed, sg.pn slash fantasybaseball on Apple. So check us out there. And yeah, always check out the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. And, and come on, we're, we have a new season coming up. There hasn't been a new review since like June Give us something. Give give us something to get us going into the next season. Why you like listening to us so much? SG.pn slash hockey. Leave us a five-star rating and review. All right, gentlemen. What rhymes with Joel Meyer? Retire! We've had a shitload of retirements coming out in the past couple of days. Notably, or notably, just be some star-studded defensemen around the league. Uh, players such as Zdeno Chara, P.K. Subban, Keith Yandel, all officially announcing their retirement. Boys, these are three names that maybe over the past couple of years haven't really turned too many heads. But when these guys were in their prime, uh, these are all players that we pretty much grew up with watching. Uh, they were the fucking best of the best, man. These guys were undeniable, uncredible, and they all deserve some accolades. Uh, any thoughts here, boys, whether it be on, you know, Daniel Char, P.K. Subban, Keith Yandel, or all, what do you think? Yeah, I, I saw this. It was, I think they all retired on the same day, and I think Keith Yandel was one of the first in the morning, obviously, and he just got completely overshadowed by Char and, and Subban, especially Chara, signing back with the Bruins for one day to retire there. Obviously, we all we all heard me my rants about Yandel last year on the Flyers. He didn't deserve to be, be playing, but he did. Broke the Ironman streak. Gonna be get, broken this year anyway by Phil Kessel. So you know what? He had a good career, but it was just too long for him. Chara, he was still hanging on last year with the Islanders, still playing some solid hockey, but he was getting up there in age. It's it's Subban is really what kind of surprised me because the Devils traded for him in 2019. He looked like he could still produce somewhat, and now three years later, he's out of the league. And you know what? Good for him. Not If you can't hang on anymore, just enjoy retirement he's going to have a great retirement in whatever he does probably hockey media hopefully because he's been a great personality for the game but yeah all, all three kind of different different stories there but it was it's always tough to see some some guys go but it's good to see what they're going to do the rest of the way i mean holding stocks and slew foots in the nhl just uh, <laughs> took a big hit with the retirement of pk Sluban. Uh, yeah, he was a great player in uh, Montreal, especially. He was decent for Nashville, but then just fell off a cliff uh, in his last year there and hasn't been the same. So not surprising in that sense, but he is, he's still pretty young. So, um, yeah, he must have uh, bigger and better plans ahead. Uh, Keith Yandel, not a surprise there. He was a 
you can't defend, so you can't be a defenseman if, you, if you're that bad defending. Uh, just a power play specialist, I guess, at best. Um, and uh, Zidane Chara, he he's a legend. Uh, he's kind of like the Chris Chelios of our era, playing on till he's 40 plus years old, and uh, just big, tall, strong, tough guy. One of the leaders in that Boston locker room for a long time. So uh, yeah, and, uh, remember him fondly, and uh, good luck to all these guys when they move on. Yeah, man, you touched on it. Um, I think the biggest kind of significance this, the biggest one that kind of caught us off guard would have to be P.K. Subban. You touched on it, Joel. He is pretty young. He's still only 33 years old. Um, a player like this, though, fuck, it's been no surprise that a guy like this is going to be transitioning to a media role. Uh, eventually, uh, that's not official, but obviously he has his own podcast. He's been, if not the only personality in the NHL over the past 10 years as well. So I'm sure we'll definitely see more of P.K., um it's a shame that he didn't continue his career but obviously a guy like that man maybe he just doesn't want to be a third line league minimum player you know like a third pair defenseman kill penalties you know think about the pk super of old that that wasn't him right so for for league minimum if he's making eight hundred thousand, probably better off for him to just get into the media game or continue his podcast and this is a guy with interest outside of hockey too right like i'm you know, I don't know if you guys follow him on, like, Instagram or anything, but he's always in, like, fucking New York. He's in Vegas. He's in Hollywood. He's he's doing some shit, and he's mingling with the right people, right? So maybe this is just the next step for P.K. Subban compared to a guy like Zidane Achara, who, let's face it, we'll probably fucking never hear from again. He'll go back to Czechoslovakia, and you'll never hear from Zidane Achara ever again. But um, Hanging out with Yager. He will be. They'll be banging 18-year-old supermodels, him and fucking Jeremy Yager, man. Um, and as far as Keith Yandel goes, I think it's worth noting and putting out there that, like, obviously we all remember, you know, these are guys that we grew up with, especially in their prime, that they were fantastic players. And obviously Keith Yandel had a tough go the past maybe three or four years. But this is a guy that in his prime was fucking incredible, man. Like, Keith Yandel drove the defensive line. He was a puck-moving defenseman. He wasn't afraid to throw a big hit as well, get into the corners and play dirty. But uh, offensively, he was a great puck movie defenseman, and uh, he had a hell of a shot from the blue line, too. So let's uh, let's make sure we remember these guys the way that they should be remembered, most importantly. And congrats to all of them. Uh, all right, moving down here. Boys, somebody got paid. We're going to throw this one over to Joel Myers, but we're going to say it right here. Nathan McKinnon becomes the highest paid player in the NHL. He just signed an eight-year, $12.6 million AAV contract. Like I said, highest paid player in the league, Nathan McKinnon, Colorado Avalanche. Jolie, what are your thoughts? He spent uh, much of his career as uh, one of the most underpaid players, so he's earned this in that respect, uh, and then just winning the Cup. I think if the Avs didn't win the Cup, maybe he would take a little less just to help him uh, get there, but now that he's won the Cup, he might as well get paid too. Uh, but it, it, it still works out. I'm not scared of this deal going forward. Uh, the, the cap will go up, and then next year when it kicks in, Eric Johnson's contract comes off the books, which is $6 million, so it basically pays for this almost. And uh, it, it's more the the Kale McCarr contract coming up that'll be the real killer. But for the next few years, the Avs window is uh, alive and well. Um, and uh, McKinnon, when he when he goes in the 35, 36 year, he'll still be good because you know he takes care of his body, does all the nutritional shit. Just ask Nikita Zadorov. Um, so yeah, he, he'll he'll be still good. I mean, he might not have the power, the pace, which is part of his big part of his game, but uh, he'll still have the that sick shot and uh, getting in the right positions. And uh, he's not the smartest player, honestly, but <laughs> with his conditioning, with his nutrition, all that, he, he should still be a healthy body back there. So it shouldn't look too bad at the end of this contract. Yeah. Good for McKinnon here. Get him paid. He said back in 2019 that he would take less on his next, next contract to help the abs win. But you know what? He already helped the abs win. 
they won the cup. They're they're the favorites to win the cup again. They have a lot of pieces around him. And you know what? Go out and get paid. It doesn't kick in until after this season, so they still have. I think Eric Johnson is he is he the one who's expired? Someone like that. So yeah, McKinnon going to get paid. Be the highest paid player. Still going to be very good throughout his whole contract. So yeah, just this is good for him. I think long term this is going to look like an absolute steal. Like even in year eight, I'm sure Nathan McKinnon is still going to be a decent player in the NHL. And then obviously the cap will go up by then. So instead of being such a big, large percentage, I don't know what it is, like a fucking 12% hit right now against it's the cap. 15% or 15% right now. 15% right now. I'm sure that'll obviously dwindle and uh, come down as the cap goes up in the next eight years. So yeah, this is a, this is a great deal. This is a great player that like Joel said, deserves to be paid considering how underpaid he was for his last contract. And uh yeah, man, kudos to Avs fans. You guys got a lot to be happy about here. You got a, a top three, you know, easily top five, you know, probably a top three player in the league. You locked it up for a, for long term and a decent price. So uh, nothing to complain about, man. Good for McKinnon, good for McKinnon's camp, and good for Avs fans. Yeah, the only the comparable contracts on Cap Friendly that have a cap hit percentage of 14 or higher are like John Tavares, Kopitar, Jonathan Daves, Evgeny Malkin. So, yeah, M- McKinnon is as good, if not better, than all those guys were at a time of signing. So it makes complete sense for him. I think I'd have McKinnon at this point over any of those players when they signed. So 100%, good job. Um, all right, we're going to keep things going on here. A little bit of news coming out of New York here. Uh, the Rangers acquired a conditional first-round selection in the 2023 NHL draft and a conditional fourth-round selection in the 2025 NHL draft from Dallas in exchange for defenseman Niles Lundqvist. Kind of an under the radar trade here, but there are some pretty big pieces moving. Uh, I think uh, I, I think this is big, man. This is New York being like, hey, fuck it, you know, we're, we're, we're no, obviously, we're, I don't want to say a rebuilding team because they did pretty well and they have some young stars here, but why not? Uh, why not try to levy and add a, a little bit more and bulk up a little bit? So I, I like this uh, acquisition here. What do you guys think? Yeah, wasn't it something like where he wasn't going to report or he wasn't going to play or something for the Rangers? So. I mean, mm-hmm. the Rangers didn't really have too much leverage. So for them to get a first round pick, even if it is top 10 conditional protected is, I mean, is amazing work. But by Chris Ray should have probably got maybe just the fourth round or a second or third rounder. But to, to get a top to get a first round pick from Dallas, who is probably going to be middle of the pack team, maybe make the playoffs, make a run is is great for them because they weren't going to going to play him. And they have now a lottery ticket in, in the next first round. Chris Drury working magic again, man. He's a high-rising GM in the league. Uh, yeah, like you said, they had to, the Rangers had no leverage yet. The, the Dallas Stars bailed them out by giving them, giving them these picks for uh, someone who's still a prospect. He doesn't have uh, that that high floor that you want when you're giving up a first and a fourth. Uh, so it's confusing from the Dallas side, but Rangers definitely got out of this one. Um, I mean, if, if he works out, Dallas Stars could use some uh, more help in the back end. But, uh, yeah, this is a heavy price to pay. So Rangers definitely win this one for me. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Perfect for kicking off the NFL season. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit match up to $1,000. Win also has their first quarterback to throw for five touchdown prop bet. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. 
That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. The free roll football contests are here. The college football contest has $1,500 up for grabs. The NFL contest, we're giving away $5,000 and a two-night stay at Win Las Vegas. Sign up exclusively in our Discord. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord. You've heard of the Elias Sports Bureau. Football fans, the NFL regular season is finally here. And as week one kicks off and you get ready to place your bets, you need to check out the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB that has everything you need to get a competitive advantage. The Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats. The Elias Sports Bureau are the official statisticians of U.S. pro sports leagues, including the NFL. Their app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, and Elias key insights from their renowned research team. And new features are available all the time, like player injury analysis and player impact reports, which can be huge when it comes to betting and fantasy tournaments. NFL season is here, so don't wait. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. And right now, I have a special offer when you subscribe. Get a 14-day free trial off a monthly subscription plan, but only if you use the promo code SGPN. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today and use my promo code SGPN. All right, boys, that covers up our NHL news and discussion here. Uh, We're going to jump right into our Metropolitan Division coverage. Uh, We'll do the same way we've been doing it for every other division. We'll run through the team's actually standings and odds to win the division, as well as going through their individual point totals and potentially touch on their odds to make the playoffs and or potentially miss the playoffs. So kicking things off, number one for the Metro here. We got the Carolina Hurricanes coming in at number one. They're currently paying off plus 220 to win the division. That's a pretty good look. We'll Obviously, we'll jump into it, but I do like the Canes there. Uh, the Penguins are sitting at plus 280. New York Rangers are at plus 350. We were talking before the show. It's a little weird that the Penguins are ahead of the Rangers here, but we'll go into that, obviously. Uh, Washington's sitting at plus 700. The Islanders are at plus 1,000. The Devils sitting at plus 1,600. Blue Jackets at plus 5,000. The Flyers at plus 7,500. Now, before we get into this, I got to say, Ryan, just on the Flyers plus 7,500, it seems to me that this is a bit tighter of a division based off the odds than we've gone through with all the other three. So uh, we'll, we'll get into it then. Ryan, what are your thoughts here on the Metro? Metro is is what it's going to be. It's going to be competitive. The Flyers and Blue Jackets are going to be at the bottom. I guess they're maybe just trolling Flyers fans because the last time they won the Cup was in 75. So <laughs> that's that's a good line there. But, yeah, I mean, Hurricanes, I feel like, should be more of a bigger fa- favorite. The Penguins should probably be behind the Rangers. And, and the Capitals and Islanders are probably where they're at. And the Devils are maybe worth a stab. I don't think they're potentially long enough at 16 to 1. I think if you got in earlier in the offseason when Joel was advocating betting on them to either win the cup or conference, that was a, a good play. But for this, I I have to go back to my Hurricanes. I feel like all three of us were pretty big Hurricanes fans last year, at least at least betting-wise. And there's no reason to see why they shouldn't win the Metro again. And besides them, I would then look to the Rangers at plus 350 with uh, Shesterkin and Net. They, they showed what they can do in the playoffs. And if they can do that, all season long, they have a chance to, to win the Metro. And now let's uh, throw it over to Joel and hear why Islanders 10-1 to 1 is a good bet. 
<laughs> no, man, not not for me. They're not a, you know, they're not a regular season team, right? I, oh, right. I look at the Islanders long term. They're a playoff team. They have that culture and all that. But as far as grinding out these regular season games, you want these uh, high skilled players and all the rest to do it. Uh, the reason why the Hurricanes fell a bit, dropped a bit in the odds, is because uh, Matt Pacioretty, of course, uh, with that big injury, it'll limit him till. March or so, uh, so that's that's that hurts their their goal scoring potential. Uh, the Rangers fell a bit. I'm not sure if Niels Lundqvist moves the needle a lot, but apparently it does because the Penguins are now surpassed them in the <laughs> odds for the division. Uh, that doesn't make much sense to me. I think the Rangers here plus 350 are the best bet at this time, though I I still think the Hurricanes pull it out. So at plus 220, you're getting better odds than you did about a month ago. So I. I yeah, Hurricanes or Rangers, I think, are the best bets for this division at this point. I mean, Rangers were like 30, or Devils were like 30 to 1 a couple of months ago. That was a good bet. But uh, right now, Hurricanes and Rangers for me. Yeah, it's hard to argue against that, man. Like, obviously, I like Carolina. Obviously, I like the Rangers as well, plus 350. But I'm kind of changing my tune a little bit here, man. Like, if, if Vegas is saying the Pittsburgh Penguins are plus 280 to win this division and second out of every team in the Metro expected to win, I hate saying it, but maybe maybe they know something that we don't. You know, Vegas has a funny way of doing that. No, obviously, for uh, for preseason predictions, it's definitely long ways away. So it's maybe a moot point. But fuck it, man. Uh, you know, I don't like trusting Vegas, so maybe I'm going to trust them a little bit. But I'm not going to take them at 280. I'm going to wait for Pittsburgh to fall off a little bit. Maybe you can get that number at, like, 350 or maybe even possibly 400 later in the season. And then maybe they go on a heater towards the end and just win the Metro. So I'm going to be keeping my eyes out for the Penguins. You know, if if they're expected to be good, then maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll see something special out of them. But that being said, Carolina plus 220 is definitely the play. And I don't hate New York either at plus 350. So... Keep an eye out for that. Uh, obviously, Flyers, Columbus, definitely no. Devils, I'm I'm a big no on. Washington to win the division, definitely not. Um, Islanders, they're gonna be better than last year, man. Like they had a they had a shit hand dealt to them in the beginning of the season with that road stint. Was it 14 games or some shit like that? But to win the division, I I don't know. So I'm between uh, Carolina, Pittsburgh, and New York. If I had to pick one, fuck it, I'm on the Penguins, bro. Let's go, change it up a bit. Um, all right, we're going to jump into actual teams expected points totals for this season. So we'll jump right into that. First one on the docket, we have the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, the number is set at 102.5 for this season. Last year, they had 116 points. I mean, you got to say yes here, right? Like, uh, do you think this team's a fucking 13 and a half drop off from last year to this year? I'd argue they even got better. So uh, I'll definitely be on the Canes, man, for sure, on the over points total. Yeah, I think you have to be there. I don't think they got 14 points worse by getting rid of uh, Trocheck. They brought in Pacioretty, who's not going to play for most of the year, but he'll be back from the trade deadline. Got Brent Burns in there to replace Tony D'Angelo. I think maybe Brendan Moore will be able to get a lot out of Burns more than he was able to to get in, in San Jose. I feel like Carolina has a good system there. So all on the over. And is, is this odds correct here to make the playoffs is only minus 500, or is that just not updated because like if that's all it is that's a great piece of par- <laughs> parlay with someone else and because they're going to make the playoffs unless something happens they've, they've shown they can play in front of any goalie mm-hmm. I, they won the metro last year 116 points so i i, I love the over here of 102 and a half i agree you know this is the toughest division in the league arguably i mean it's definitely got the most parity with the 
exclude the Flyers. Everyone else is projected uh, at 80 <laughs> points or more. Um, get the Hurricanes and Penguins 102, 101 points, respectively. Um, but yeah, I do like the Hurricanes here. I mean, they're they're uh, they're going to make the playoffs. So yeah, if you want to lay minus 500, it's fine with me. They were only minus 160 when those odds came out last year, and that was an easy win. But uh, for this year, over 102 and a half, I think that that gets there. Even though Patch already, they got a solid team there. Brent Burns coming in, hopefully replaces Tony D'Angelo. Hopefully he's not too old. Uh, yeah, I, I like the Hurricanes a lot this year. Once again, uh, kind of back this horse till I, it bucks me. So give me the Hurricanes here, over 102 and a half points. All right, heading down here, we got the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, their number is currently sitting at 101.5 points. Last year, they finished with 103, so a little bit tighter. I don't like that I read that last year they finished at 103, but fuck it, dude. I'm going to be on the over. I was just pumping the Pens tires. I was expecting a big year. Um, I don't, man. You don't get rich betting against Sidney Crosby, and I know, obviously, he's older than he used to be. It's another year for Sid, but uh, this guy's proved that it doesn't matter how old he is, he can fucking put up numbers, man, and carry this Pittsburgh team. So I'll be on the over as well at 102 or 101.5, although I don't necessarily love it as much as I do the Hurricanes. The thing to remember about the Penguins last season is Crosby only played 69 games. Russ played 60. Malkin played half the games, 41. I know, I know they're all coming back. They're all a year older, but they're, they still have the talent. They still have that, that chemistry that, that they've had winning multiple cups. So you, you can never count the Penguins out, um, especially knowing that personally as a, as a Flyers fan. So uh, I, I would probably lean to the over here and maybe do a, a nice a nice Hurricanes-Penguins both, both make the playoffs parlay to get, get those odds down because I think no matter what, even if there's five teams in the Metro to make the playoffs, these two are – are two of the ones that are, are going to make it because they have they have Jari and Nett. They have Crosby Malkin up front. They have a full season of, of Raquel. They lost Rodriguez, but I, I don't think that's going to be a huge loss because he kind of cooled off in the second half. So as much as I hate to say it, I, I think the Penguins are, are a good bet here to, to get over 100.5 points. Uh, I do not recommend parlaying the Hurricanes and the Penguins both making playoffs because that's negatively correlated because they're both in the same division. So I would find a, possibly a Western Conference team to parlay with the Hurricanes to make the playoffs. Uh, maybe the Avs, oh, that's probably way too high. Or the uh, I mean, Flames, the Blues, some team like that. The Wild, probably with the Hurricanes. Uh, Penguins, I'm bang on 101.9. So uh, slight lean to the over, slightest lean. I'm kind of neutral in this team right now. Uh, kind of like the Islanders, more of a postseason team, I think. Uh, you know, Sidney Crosby's uh, propensity to getting injured. And Malkin, he's not the same guy he was. The Tang's getting older as well. Uh, I think this team might struggle towards the back end of the season. Um, yeah, I mean, they had some injury concerns last year, but they, they seem to have that every year. Uh, yeah, this is a neutral team for me. I don't think that they're winning the division because there's there's better teams here with the the Hurricanes and the Rangers, but uh, I don't have a, a play against them either. So I'm just gonna pass on the Penguins. It's the, Pits- <laughs> the, the, the Pittsburgh Pasquins. Holy fuck! All right, <laughs> moving here down. We got the New York Rangers. Uh, current point total number is sitting at 99 and a half. Um, I just had it pulled up. Do, do, do. Last year, the Rangers finished with 110 points. 
Fucking hammer this over. Are you kidding me? Is the Vegas just saying that Shesterkin's just going to have an absolute awful year? Last year was a one-off. That's a complete horseshit. So you should be on the over here at 99.5 points. This New York team, man, they're tons of great young talent. We talk about them almost every show. We listed them off. Um, I, these guys are just taking one step. They're just getting better. They're getting more exposure to the year, more experience on how to play at an NHL level, how to play against, you know, veteran guys, the likes of, you know, great players like Sidney Crosby, Alex Ovechkin that they're seeing on a nightly basis in the Metro. So fuck yeah, dude. Like uh, 99 and a half, you tell me the Rangers aren't going to hit 100 points next year. I could easily see them being, you know, second or third best team in the entire Metro. So yeah, I'm going to be on the over in this. And if you're speaking of parlays for teams to make the playoffs, you know, throw a Rangers minus 290 and parlay it with Vegas to miss the playoffs or something. There you go. <laughs> you're laughing. You're getting your money's worth, man. So I'll be on that. I like the Rangers next year over the number 99 and a half. That that's the thing. Yeah, you you look at the Rangers. You know they lost they lost a few pieces. Uh, Strom, Cop, and Matrano. They got got a deadline. A few other guys, but they got they got Trocheck to replace them. Who it might not be enough, but it's it's those young guys that are going to continue taking those steps forward. That as long as maybe one of them becomes a star, or they all just become solid middle six guys, that just adds so much more depth to this team with the Frenier, Kako, Hedl, uh, Kendra Miller, Adam Fox. Shostarkin's still pretty young, so this team's only getting better. So I, I don't see where they where they lost what 10, 10 11 points mm-hmm. from last year to this year. Right, I agree with you guys. I think this team is is going to get better. We saw that towards the end of the, the season after the trade deadline, they pulled together, got some acquisitions there, and Shostarkin is going to be the same guy. He was he was elite in the playoffs again, especially after the first few games. Uh, um, yeah, this team is is still. Pulling together, and uh, the young guys are just going to get better, presumably. I mean, uh, we talked about Nils Lundqvist a little bit, but I don't think that he was a big part of that team last year. So, yeah, Rangers over here, 99 and a half. I would, I would lean that way. That for their, their rating here. Uh, um, one, uh, nope, 98.2. So I'm actually on the under according to my odds, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that. I think that they. <laughs> Well, I don't think that I've rated goalies well enough. Like goalie, okay, okay. Goalie ratings are the hardest thing to do. Yeah, no. I think I'm underestimating just and then, yeah, just uh, I, I think Rangers get to 100 points, but it's not a strong bet for me. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra cost. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all of your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite show with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there is no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try FuboTV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V dot SGP. For all you sports bettors out there, I want to tell you about the best new way to increase your bankroll. It's called PromoGuy.us. At PromoGuy.us, you can get the biggest bonuses from all the best sports books in the country. We're talking $1,000 risk-free deposits, insane odd boosts, and most importantly, the best analytics in the business, plus tons of free picks as well. PromoGuy.us is your guide to betting smart. Once again, that's PromoGuy.us. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. As a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry, 
And now you could win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. Over-unders are integrated into fantasy. It's the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. Not only can you enter a contest with over-under itself, but you can also do so through your fantasy league's matchup screen. For example, if Patrick Mahomes is your starting fantasy quarterback, and not only do you think you're going to win your matchup, but also you're confident that Mahomes is going to go over 250 passing yards, you can take that. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's got the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Not only do they have NFL, but they also have college football playoff player props. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Promo code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com SGP, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, we'll move on down here. Uh, moving down to the Washington Capitals, currently sitting for their points total at 95 and a half. Uh, last year, they finished with an even 100 points. Boys, the Capitals, I'm kind of feeling the under on this one. I'm kind of thinking maybe we'll see a little bit of a step back from Washington here. Um, primarily my main kind of source for this, and obviously it's a bit tough to justify, but it's going to be goaltending, man. They got a couple of new faces here. They picked up Darcy Kemper, who obviously is coming off a Stanley Cup win, so you can't take that away from him. But Darcy Kemper and Charlie Lindgren are their tandem heading into next season. I'm not sold on that, and I don't love entirely love the idea of new faces coming to this Washington team, man. Um, obviously, you're going to have guys like Ovi putting up points, Kunetsov, TJ Oshie, Anthony Mantha, uh, my boy, downtown Connor Brown. They're going to be putting up fucking points. But I see a little bit of a step back on this fucking range, or uh, Capitals team. Maybe it'll come back to bite me in the face saying this, but uh, defensively, I just don't exactly love everything that I'm seeing from a defensive point of view. Uh, obviously, John Carlson will put up points. You know, that's what he does. But still, man... With, uh, with that goaltending and this lackluster defense, I uh, I still see Washington as a playoff team, so minus 160 if you're looking for them to make the playoffs. But I'm not really sold on them on the over, man, so I'm going to be on under the 95.5 points for Washington. I, I think you hit the nail on the head here. That This is one of those teams where it, they're going to go under. I could see them missing the playoffs because they have Backstrom out till at least January. Wilson's expected to be out a few months, at least, at least December. And they don't really have anyone... Too great to replace them. Dylan Strom can maybe come in and, and be a good new face. You, you did mention Connor Brown projected right now to play top line with Ovi and Kuznetsov, which which should, should be fun for you, Talon. But as he should I mean, be. <laughs> that I, I don't think this team has Hasbro takes somewhere. They're they're getting older. They don't have the depth that the Penguins have with with Crosby and Malkin getting older. I don't trust their their defense at all. They have Gustafson expected to be on the third pair. He should not be anywhere near an NHL roster. So. This is going to be my first team here. I, if one of these top teams misses the playoffs, it, it's going to be the Capitals. You know, that's not really going out on a limb because it, they're the fourth best. But Kemper showed he can win with, with the Avs if, if he has to. Like, he, he stepped up in the playoffs, but he didn't have good numbers. Charlie Lindgren, you, you can't trust him. So Capitals under, and I would look at plus 130 to miss the playoffs. I ignored my, uh, my model for the, the Rangers a little bit. But I'm especially two of the Capitals because it's projecting the Capitals to get 101 points 
<laughs> and I'm not quite there. I think that the model is uh, it's overrating their depth. I mean, they have tons of depth. That's why it boosts those ratings. But they can only have five players on the ice at one time. Uh, unlike Ryan, I do think the Capitals have good depth. But uh, top end talent might take a step back with backs from missing over getting older because that's not the same guy. Uh, the defense is actually really good. I mean, Dmitry Orlov put up great numbers in the uh, analytics department. But, uh, he's old, though, man. Yeah, he's getting old, too. Dmitry Oldlaw. Dmitry Oldlaw. John Carlson's going to provide some offense and all that. Kemper is an upgrade on the, the goaltending position, but uh, yeah, I think that the better bet here, given the strength of this division, is to bet the no to make the playoffs at plus 130 rather than the under 95 and a half. Uh, just get a little better price there and yeah, we, we could have four, maybe five playoff teams from this division. So I think that that's the, uh, that's the, uh, rather the other way around. We could have only three playoff teams from this division because of the strength of the Atlantic as well with the uh, Sens rising, maybe the Red Wings rising. I don't think so, but maybe uh, lots of good teams there. So I think that there is value at plus 130 for the Capitals to miss the playoffs if, if you're going to bet in the beginning. But I, again, I don't feel strong about this one either. All right, heading on down the list here. We got the New York Islanders. The current uh, point total is sitting at 92 and a half. Uh, last year, the Islanders finished up with, it looks like, 84 points. Keep in mind, they had that little rough go to start the season last year. Uh, what was it? I think like 14-game road trip before their actual uh, arena got finished being created. So that hurts the cause a little bit. Um, with that being said, man, I'm not really sold on the Islanders this year, dude. Like... All right, I got a buddy. I got a buddy that says he knows a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy that's pretty high up in management in the Islanders. And he says there's a little bit of turmoil going on there. Apparently, they're trying to find a way to move Josh Bailey. Uh, they couldn't find any suitors. Obviously, it was discussed that Lou Lamorello hasn't been able to uh, haven't been able to make any actual signings on the free agency point. And that team's looking a little slim, man. You look at a lot of these guys. They're paying fine players. Six, seven, five million dollars. And that's when you get yourself into trouble is when you have a team full of contracts like that. They have that, man. They have Brock Nelson. They have Josh Bailey, John Gabriel Pajot. All those guys are making over five million dollars. Like Andrews Lee, you know, Matthew Barzell deserves to get paid. But with that being said, this is a pretty fucked team, if you ask me, man. These guys are fucked. They got goaltending. Yeah, some of the guys they have, they're good, they're good hockey players, but there's not that elite talent. Obviously, excluding Matthew Barzell. So uh I'm kind of gonna be on the under at 92 and a half points here obviously they should have a bounce back season but after looking at the roster and seeing the moves that uh that they didn't make i guess this offseason as well as looking at the cap hits and then what my boy danny was saying gotta trust my boy danny so i'm going with danny and we're on the under on 92 and a half points on the islanders uh, I think I'm going with Danny as well. I think the Islanders are very much the same team as they were last year. And, you know, they had that slow start starting out on the road. It was just unbelievable, unbelievable. But they had the towards the end of the season, they got really hot and they kind of came back and were almost pushing for a playoff spot at one point. I think both of those are going to regress back to like the season average to where they were around a point per game. You know, they had 84 points last year. I don't, I don't think they necessarily got eight points better. And yeah, I had to pull up their cap friendly page just to uh, confirm what you were saying. But yeah, I mean, just to look at it. Kyle Palmieri is making five million. Pajot Pago five million. 
Uh, Pollock is fine, six million. Pallets. Dobson was a good contract for them at four million. Mm, I agree. They have they have good goalies, but maybe paying too much, nine million for both Marlamov and Sorokin. It's just that high end talent. Uh, Matthew Barzell deserves better players on his wings, and it's just not going to be enough, I think, in in a tough Metro division. So I would probably go with either the under or to miss the playoffs at minus one fifteen, whichever you can probably get a better price on. The ignorance of my co-host is expressed <laughs> oh. once again when it comes to the Islanders coming up with this stuff. Uh, talents boy Danny in the Toronto media couldn't figure out what Lou Ramirel was doing when he was in Toronto. Fuck's <laughs> chance they got the same thing of uh, figuring out what he's doing in New York. Uh, he didn't do like, anything just, though. He didn't sign anyone. He signed Nikita yeah. Shostakov. <laughs> Okay, but uh, behind the scenes, you know, he's uh, greasing them up. He's getting them going. He's building a culture. <laughs> pizza dinners, uh, making them shave beards and all that stuff. Uh, all that stuff's important, of course, to uh, win a cup. <laughs> and that's why I think the best bet for the Hounders is uh, to win the cup. A 40 to one. Why not? Because uh, no one's ever won a cup with a playoff beard before, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see a bet for the regular season, but uh, if you want to take a shot in the Islanders, 40 to 1, this is the team you do not want to play against in the playoffs. So, uh, Good thing they're not rough, making it. Yeah, well, if they have a rough start, then uh, you can get a better number. But I think this team will creep in, maybe in a wild, wild card spot, maybe get a better number then. But 40 to 1 is just fine for me. Uh, they left uh, one of the best goalies in the league, too, Ilya Sorokin. Awesome defense, uh, and uh, Matt Barzell, he, he's just fine where he is. Thank you very much. I uh, was interviewing with, uh, uh, what's his name, Elliot Freeman. Uh, yeah, he's just fine where he is. Uh, he doesn't need to be in a explosive, high-powered offense. He's uh, a capable two-way player now, even though he, he made some mistakes in that front last year. But uh, he'll be better this year, and I think the Islanders will have a bounce-back season. But I'm not strong. I'm not feeling strong enough about them in the regular season. But 40 to 1 for the cup, that's that's what I'm on. So that's where I recommend bet. <laughs> right. Uh, if you're brave, follow with Julie there. Uh, moving down, we got the Devils currently sitting at 90 and a half points. Last year, they finished with 63 points. <laughs> Fuck it. I didn't realize it was that bad, but they were injury riddled, bro. They were on the, what, like their six string goalie or some shit? Do I expect to see it get that much better? I mean, they signed... Who did they sign? They signed Palat, I think, mm-hmm. in free agency. So that was a pretty big acquisition for them. Uh, offloaded some cap space with uh, P.K. Subban being gone. I don't know what to make of this Devils team, man. Like, I still think 90 and a half is a bit heavy for them. It's, it's tough because we were all pretty high on them last year, if you guys remember, like our first show that we ever recorded. Um, that, but that kind of came back to slap us in the face. <laughs> I don't know, man. You you slap me in the face once with a New Jersey devil dick, I'm going to say no. So fuck that. I'm not risking getting slapped twice. I'm going to be on the under for the New Jersey Devils this year. Fuck this team. This is a nothing team. New Jersey sucks. Uh, nobody cares about New Jersey. Have you guys ever met like anybody that actually cares about the Devils? Not since 1990s, fucking 9, 2001. So yeah, fuck the Devils. Fuck Martin Broder. Fuck the trapezoid rule. And uh, fuck the neutral zone trap. I'm on the under. Yeah, the, the, this Devils team, I mean, they have some good young pieces. Jack Hughes has been fun to watch. Nico Heischer is kind of coming into his own a little bit after possibly being a bust. They, they signed Palat. I think that's a big signing for them. Uh, they got Eric Halla from the Bruins. So that, that's a good some some good center depth. But on defense, it's really kind of just Dougie Hamilton. Severson's a good second-pair guy, but 
I, I don't see a lot there from the Devils. And and the main point is they they were trying to count on Mackenzie Blackwood in net, and he just has not lived up to expectations whatsoever. They got a Vanacek from the Capitals, so maybe that's a better tandem for them. And they they were a good team in the second half. I think just just goaltending was bad. And I do I do know Joel was high on them early in the offseason. But, yeah, I can't really see over 90 and a half points. But if you do think that's happening, take them to make the playoffs at plus 140. Take a stab with them to win the division at plus 1,600 or, or take them to win the cup. But I think they're probably going to miss the playoffs. Finally, I have a strong take. And once again, it's against you guys. I'm going with the Devils all the way to the bitter end into hell. Live. Uh, this is a team I think similar to the Rangers except that the goaltending they have a bunch of young talents that could uh, produce a lot of points here we got Alexander Holtz rookie season Calder Dark Horse uh, I like him to score this year he lit up the AHL last year uh, um, yeah you mentioned Nika Husher, Dawson Mercer Jack Hughes another Dark Horse for the uh, Hart Trophy 70 to 1 <laughs> uh, come on <laughs> Chance, so. 70 to 1. Joel's, just, Joel's <laughs> testing his stand up on us here. It's fucking 70 yeah. to 1 for Ryan to win the hard show. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Jasper brought an offensive force. He signed up. And on the back end, Ryan didn't even a- mention Jonas Siegenthaler. Specialist at defense. <laughs> uh, awesome player. He'll, make, he'll match up well with Dougie Hamilton, who is a, a, not a specialist at defense. Um, <laughs> And then goaltending, too. We got Miles Blackwood. He had a bit of a controversy last season not getting vaccinated. Miles. And then the whole... What did I say? You said, you said Miles. It's Mackenzie. Okay, Mackenzie Blackwood. Um, doesn't matter. I just got an M before Blackwood, so I just... Uh, <laughs> there. Uh, he, he, he's a good goalie, buddy. He had a, had a bad season last year. He was in the line to be uh, with Team Canada in the Olympics, but that fell off. And, of course, he wasn't vaccinated, so there's that whole controversy and then he got injured so I, th- I expect him to have a good year on the rebound if not Vitek Vanacek is a very capable 1B coming over from Washington and yeah I'm really high on this team uh, the market reflects that they, they've they risen the odds uh, it's getting harder to bet on them now at 90.5 plus 140 to make the playoffs is, is a little thin I think but uh, that's where I would lean at this point um, there's, there's yeah you guys should have just been in the Discord, been in the Slack, because I was giving up these fucking Devils picks uh, a long time ago and much better numbers. Yeah, you were. I, I just have one one main bone to pick with that is like, how are the Devils comparable to the Rangers at, at, like whatsoever? The Rangers have a Norris Trophy winning defenseman, Kreider scored 50 goals, uh, Panarin, Zabanajad. They have much more established star power while the Devils just kind of have those young pieces trying to come along. I see what you're saying with, with the young pieces, but just the, the star power is not there. Do not disrespect Dougie Hamilton. He could win a Norris on his year. Um, but, yeah, there is a little more question marks with the <laughs> Devils team than the Rangers. I mean, obviously that Panarin there, but Panarin does appear in the playoffs. So, uh, uh, yeah, I think that the, it, it, there's a lot more potential there with the Devils. You're banking on um, uh, a lot of things to go right. I mean, a lot of things went wrong last year, so there could be a regression of the mean. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, but yeah, there's there's more veteran leadership with the Rangers. I'll give you that. But in the sense of uh, the same kind of young talent like Lafreniere and uh, Keedle and Capocacco, we got the same kind of players in the Devils. Uh, Andre Pilat coming over, giving them their experience uh, should help them a little bit. And uh, yeah, I just like what I saw from this team last year on the power play. We got a new coach too. 
Uh, with uh, Lindsey Ruff coming in, uh, he's an awesome uh, offensive coach. So this this team is an over team, I think, even if the Colts and it gets better. Uh, but yeah, I think this team will be a fun team to watch all season long. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun, from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. For hockey, there's NHL Survivor Pools, NHL Playoff Power Rankings, NHL Pick'em Pools, and an NHL Playoff Bracket. There's also all types of different contests for football coming up. You have Survivor Pools, you have Confidence Pools, you have Playoff Pools, 33 Pools, Squares, Credit. Basically, any anything you can think of for, for any sport is going to be there on Run Your Pool. And if not, they'll probably add it. And we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Hop in now to reserve your spot. We're giving away $500 cash plus a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store to the winner. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. Odds Trader is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make their most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. So go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, so we're going to keep moving along here. Uh, we're getting out of the nitty-gritty. We got the Columbus Blue Jackets. The current number for the season is sitting at 80 and a half. Uh, last year, this team did finish with 81 points. Boys, I'm going to be on the over here. I'm kind of... Uh, Columbus isn't making the playoffs. I might sprinkle maybe a quarter unit at plus 600 for them to make the playoffs. If I had to pick one like long shot bet from the Metro here, that would be it. Uh, Goaltending-wise, they're okay. Um... Key acquisition, man, Johnny Goudreau. That's that's going to be fucking big, dude. And because of that, I'm throwing out this little bet here. I'm going to be on the over. I'm saying that right now, 80 and a half. I like Patrick Laine over 45 goals this year. Maybe even to hit the 50 marker. Nobody, not enough people talk about this guy's fucking shot, man. Coming off the wing, this guy is a fucking laser that only few players could have done. You know, Austin Matthews is one of them. Uh, Phil Kessel in his prime is absolutely fantastic. Like he's a, This guy's an absolute shooter coming down the wing. Uh, power play, too. He puts up power play points. Uh, he was a little unhealthy last year. He only played 56 games. But in those 56 games, he put up 26 goals and 56 points. So I'm really expecting big things out of line this year, playing with Goudreau and maybe even Voracek on that first unit. Um, so I will be on the over 80 and a half goaltending. I do like two. And uh, yeah, man, big, uh, maybe a bit of a step here for Columbus, you know, maybe not necessarily the full step, but uh, this is a team that's kind of trending in the right direction. Uh, you guys, like Zach Rinsky as well, committing long-term Johnny Goudreau, Patrick Liney. Like these are players that you can build an organization around. And as an organization with Yarmo Kekalainen, he's no slouch either. So he's going to want us to get this team moving in the right direction. Um, I think the pieces are in place to maybe start uh, seeing some movement in Columbus over the next five years or so. So I will be on the over 80 and a half and I will be on Patrick Liney. Fuck it to hit 50 goals this year, or at least come pretty goddamn close. You know, Gaudreau, obviously a huge signing for them, and they, they have Line A, they have Voracek still, but this this team is going to be towards the bottom, but only because the Metropolitan Division is kind of so tough. If if it was 
a division where they had more, less competitive teams that they'd be better. That goes without saying, obviously. But I think the Blue Jackets are going to surprise some teams. They might might beat some of these better teams in the division or even outside the division or conference. But ultimately, they're not going to make the playoffs. I, I would probably lean to the under, not very confidently, but I would lean to the under 80.5 points. I think Gaudreau and Line are going to have great seasons. Watch out them for, for fantasy hockey. But I think as far as betting on them on, are concerned for the full season, I'd have to go to the under. Yeah, this is a hard team to judge. A lot of turnover going on. A lot of Bjorkstrand going to Seattle, bringing in Johnny Gaudreau, of course. Uh, but the biggest concern here is their defense. Uh, after mm. Zach Wierenski and Adam Bookfist, it's it's uh, it's not pretty good. slim. <laughs> not good. So uh, yeah, this is another over team. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm not backing this team to do good things this year. I would lean to the uh, the under 80 and a half here. Yeah, I, I in this competitive division, they're going to be playing great teams all the time in the whole Eastern Conference, really. So, uh, 80 and a half is a, a lot of points here for this team. I, I don't think that they get there. Uh, yeah, Johnny Gaudreau, new 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 scenario here coming over from Calgary. I don't think that he's the most uh, mentally composed, the most mentally tough player. So a new situation could throw him some difficulty. He's, I really doubt he gets 100 points again. And, uh, yeah, Patrick Lani is up and down. I mean, they'll have a good power play. I'll give him that. But uh, getting to 81 points, I don't think so. All right. Um, keep things down. Moving to our last team here. Oh, what a team it is, too. We got the fucking Philadelphia Flyers on the docket. Uh, the current season point total is, yeah, that makes me want to drink, too. Every time I say the Flyers, I get it. Um, their point total of the season is currently sitting at 73 and a half. Last year, they finished with 61. I'm not going to get it. I'm on the under. Fucking Ryan, this is you, buddy. This one's all you. What are your thoughts on your Flyers? Are they 12 and a half points better? Is Tortorella enough to get it done? He says he doesn't like the culture in the room. The guys even took a step foot into the room yet. What are your thoughts? Yeah, you can still get this at like 77 and a half, 78 and a half. So I, I would hammer that under as soon as uh, as humanly possible. I, I did that as soon as the Sean Couturier news broke that he'd be out at least Oof. week to week, if not month to month with uh, with a back injury. I think he had a herniated disc. On top of that, Ryan Ellis, as expected, is not going to be ready for the season. So it was a bit of a roller coaster past week or so for me because I, I wasn't really thinking about hockey. And I was thinking about, I was like, okay, we, we have Tortorella. He he took Columbus to the playoffs. They weren't that good. We have Carter Hart. We have a few good defensemen that Torts can turn into good defensemen. Maybe, you know what, we'll make the playoffs. Flyers are going to be frustratingly good this year. A few days later, Sean Couture hurt. Ellis not coming back. I just locked in the under 78.5 points. So, yeah, without Couture, you have Kevin Hayes, Scott Lawton, Morgan Frost, Patrick Brown as your center depth um, on defense. I, I see I see Proveroff taking a step forward. Sanheim as well, just in, in Tortorella's system, and Hart probably potentially living up to somewhat of his potential um, in a system like that. But I, I have to go with the under, miss the playoffs, potentially look at a worse record in the league, even though I think they're probably too good for that. But that's what I'm hoping for. So take the under here. Right. Just like Ryan, I uh, heavy on the Flyers under, uh, biggest bet alongside the Jets under. 
Yeah, the local book here for some reason kept hanging. Seven nine and a half kept betting until they wouldn't let me bet anymore. <laughs> they wouldn't move the fucking line, so it pissed me off. I mean, you don't respect my money, then go fuck yourself. <laughs> Finally, they moved it down seventy three and a half. That's that's more like what it should be. I am at a oh, what do I have? It's seventy two point nah, 72.2 for the flyer. So even below this new number here, seventy three and a half, and I still would recommend the under. I mean, uh, Katoria out, Ellis going to be out, and even if Katoria is in, uh, he's not a good player anymore. Oh, I'm not can't go that far. Uh, he's fine. Going by the numbers, okay? Do 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 do. And uh, yeah, losing Keith Yandel, of course, big blow to the locker room. <laughs> he's good locker room. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to sell the Coke in fucking Philly now. You think JVR is going to do it? He's not doing it. So they're fine. Unless Tortorella's doing it. Yeah, Kevin A's still there. Yeah, uh, that's keep that, guy, that group going. Uh, yeah, I'm not believing Carter Hart. I've said this for a long time. He had a better season last year than the year before, but still not a great goalie. And good old Boston Pizza guy there. And uh, yeah, just under all the way with this team. I think that uh, there's value if you can find this bet. Certain books offshore. 18 to 1, uh, last place in the league for the regular season. Ooh. Um, yeah, that, that's where I'm looking for this team. Just uh, a fallout season. The, the one thing that worries me is John Torrell. He does tend to get the best out of the teams, gets them to buy in and fight, even though it's not good for long term future when it comes to uh, draft picks. Um, but uh, yeah, this is a terrible roster. And uh, the only concern is that the coaching maybe might get him to overachieve. But they're not a playoff team, that's for sure. Uh, a wise man once said about the Flyers, here's the thing about the Flyers. They're bad. So that's all I need to know about the Flyers. Is uh, They're bad. That's the thing about them. So the under is definitely the play here. And uh, they, they got to be going in for fucking Connor Bedard. No, like as well as other teams will be, but they got to be in the dance. It's as simple as that. So uh, as much as Tortorella might want to make this, you know, put the team, put the effort in, yada, yada, all that bullshit hockey stuff that we're talking from a young age. Uh, if this management team isn't trying to tank this year, they're fucking retarded. So I don't even know what to say. Uh, Flyers, man. Shit team. Good fans. Great people to support the team. We love the fans. Great fans. Best fans in the we league. We don't necessarily love all the fans. Just some we, love some, we love some of the fans. There's How a couple about those fans. Eagles, though? Eagles look fucking oh, good. Go Eagles birds. look great. Go birds. Oh. They go birds. That's yeah. it. <laughs> um, okay, boys. That wraps up our Metro here. Uh, Flyers suck. Go birds. That was a good conversation. Um, that pretty much covers it, man. Everybody, go uh, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be for everything, dude. We talked about it before. College football's on, NFL's on, baseball's on, hockey's right around the corner. Uh, a bunch of shit. I don't know. WNBA, it's probably on. NBA's around the corner. Everything's going on. You can find all the picks, all the articles. Be sure to go read the articles and check out the other podcasts at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website uh, as well. Shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Get your ass in the Discord. It's starting to pop off, baby. It's popping off like we knew it would, and it's going to get nice and good. We're going to have regular content going in there from everybody, uh, as always. And or I think, Ryan, you touched on it earlier, man. I can't wait till the season starts, and we'll see fucking bet slips and shit just posted up in the Slack. So stoked for that. People bitching about their monies. People yelling at us for picking bad picks that fucking we made on this show, like Arizona Moneyline against Tampa. Who fucking knows? But there's going to be a lot of people winning money as well. So get your ass in the Discord. Cannot wait for this fucking season to get fired up. 
Yeah, make sure you get in Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. We're going to have a uh, hockey gambling podcast, Fantasy Hockey League, so make sure you're in there. We're going to set that up, hopefully, for a draft next week before the season starts. So get in there. And also, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review. If you're still listening at this point, tell us how much you love us. Go to sg.pn slash hockey. Leave us a five-star rating and review. And give us a follow on Twitter as well, at HockeySGPN. I'll tell you what, if you leave us a five-star rating or review before our next show comes out, no, I'll give it a week. I'll give it a week from today. So as of September 28th, if you leave us a five-star rating and review, the person that left it, I will let you message me, and you can pick my first player in the fucking <laughs> fantasy draft. So you can pick fucking Nikita Shoshnikov, some fucking scrub, whoever it may Connor be, Brown. or if you want me to win, you get Connor Brown. You can pick whoever you want it to be. But you have to leave a five-star rating and review before September 28th. Simple as that. It's locked and loaded. All right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Mine. You'll find me giving up Kansas State, Oklahoma. Under 50 in the 5 o'clock PST slate. Uh, Kansas State, slow tempo, bad offense, good defense. Oklahoma. Good tempo, good offense, but a great defense. I think that Brett Fenwell's there in the conference game. We'll keep it close and uh, low scoring. So 153 in that game. I love it, baby. I love it. Let's fucking go. Peace.